Hello you. How are we this afternoon? You join me for a little wander in the park and I've got an interesting experience that I'd like to share with you. Um, classic beyond the basement territory and it's all about parts. Now you may have heard me mention parts before. So this is a school of thought that I use in my coaching but it's also from therapy actually. It's called um, internal family systems and it's the idea that within us there are these parts these different kind of yeah personal family members who are inside us with different motivations different outlooks different agendas and they all surface in different situations they get triggered by certain things and they can kind of if we're not aware of what they're up to they can kind of yeah run the show take over the party ruin the family dinner and I had an experience like this the other day. Nothing got ruined, but something happened. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. That'd be interesting to share aloud. So I genuinely don't know where this uh, episode's going to go. So, context. Yes. I was running an improv workshop all about connection and eye contact, which is a little subject close to my heart that I'm exploring more and more through improv. And... While I was introducing some of the games that we were going to play to the people in the room, I noticed I was introducing them in a sort of irreverent kind of way. Like, it, on the one hand, it was kind of spontaneous and fun and playful and kind of like, ah, who knows what's going to happen next? Anything could happen. It could go wrong. It could go really well. Let's find out. Kind of a bit like, well, I don't care. Let's just have some fun and see what happens, which is kind of came from a place of love. But I also noticed that... Um, there were a few times where I was saying things or doing things that almost expressed like I genuinely didn't care what happened next or how it went, when in fact, really, underneath, there was a bigger part of me that definitely did care very, very, very much. And I suspect that what was going on, and this is where we're, we're in unknown territory, is that that part that was being irreverent, showy, not caring, a bit too pirate about things, was protecting the part that really did care. And I expect the part that really did care was probably the inner child or something like that. And I expect that the part that was being irreverent and uh, spontaneous and fun and, yeah, a bit pokey, that was probably the fool, which is one of the kind of the classic personality archetypes. We have all these parts kind of in us in various mixtures and they all do different jobs, but I think that's what was going on in the moment. And... I guess what I'm curious about is how does that serve me and how to react to it? Because I think when we go into situations that are, especially situations that are stressful, so in front of a group, you know, with new people, one-to-one, or maybe someone we've had tension with in the past, you know, difficult conversations. Uh, when we meet these people, different parts will come up to protect us in different ways. And that's what they want, these parts. They want to just protect us. They want to stop us from having pain and they want to guide us towards pleasure and who doesn't want more of that in life so i guess the reaction um the investigation here what i'm curious about is how to meet this part because on the one hand people say oh they love when i'm a bit irreverent they have been called a man fairy and an improv imp and also which is like oh that feels quite nice it makes me feel special and important like i've got a gift to give um so part of my ego wants to hold on to it there's another part of me probably the inner judge, this could be another part hiding behind these others, that's like irreverent. That's quite disrespectful, actually. 
these people have come here for an experience and they want to feel cared for and safe and connected which is the whole theme of the workshop I was doing so to be irreverent and to not care how things turn out that's not that's kind of a bit it's a bit of a at odds with what I really truly feel and also um the, the context to, to a lot of this is I am growing my practice as a facilitator I want to run more workshops in person because I really really love getting people in the room and playing and helping them be their best I enjoy facilitating and part of the facilitation um, philosophy that I subscribe to at least is that you um, you try and model a kind of authenticity a kind of genuine self a sort of your undefended self the real self you kind of reveal your experience of who you are and you you honor yourself and you you welcome everything that, that comes up in the room and to be there in front of the crowd like I was like kind of being a bit flippant and glib about things and pretend and, and this part was kind of making me look like, like I didn't care and was being irreverent that part was foregrounding something that wasn't very authentic or was it <laughs> did I part care and part not care I don't know all I know is that the part behind it the inner child that felt like, you know, I really do care. I really want you to have a lovely experience. I really, really care more than you can imagine to the point it causes me distress that you're not having a good time. You know, that part really cares. And when the other part came forward and, and kind of ran the show, that other part behind felt neglected, unseen and abandoned. And a kind of a resolution I made with myself a while back uh, when I became single and, and started to, to explore how to support myself was that I refused to abandon myself anymore. And in that moment, I kind of did, or I abandoned all the parts and uh, got pulled into this kind of, yeah, almost a psychodrama. But I guess there's something to be celebrated here is that it's just realising that you've got these parts is, 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 is cause for celebration, I guess, to notice who's showing up and what's doing it. I guess the worst case scenarios where... You're doing something and all these parts are just running amok and they're getting up to all sorts of mischief without you realising they're there. So, we're back to reactions. The How to react when these parts show up, that's, that's the question here. I think in the past, and maybe you can relate to this, when there's a part of us that we don't particularly like, you know, it could be a shy part, it could be a show-off part, it could be an aggressive part, you know, an angry part. Um, there are so many different um, ways this shows up and... These parts we might not like. We don't want them to be there. So we hide them. We get angry at ourselves. We judge ourselves. We shame ourselves for being the way we are in that moment. We aren't welcoming all our parts. We are basically saying, some are welcome. You know, the, uh, this part that I like that's funny and attractive and clever, that's welcome. But the part that is afraid, shamed, um, cares too much that part I don't want that no that's not welcome and that creates tension it creates resistance and as we all know whatever you resist persists as they say so yeah that's something to watch out for there so I think um, this is me live streaming my, where I'm at my, my, my thought process of where I'm at with this is to in the past I would have gone home and gone Right, how to? How do I annihilate the rever irreverent part? That irreverent part is no longer required. Go away, irreverence. Gone, you're banished. And that is just another form of abandonment. So what is it? What do we do here? I don't know. So the aspiration, maybe, is to notice when the irreverent part comes up and welcome it and be grateful for it because it wants to protect me. That's what these parts do. And then also go, okay, uh, notice and share my experience. So I could say, oh... 
I regret saying that actually because it may have given you the impression that I don't care about this when in fact there's a part of me that is now feeling a lot more seen and heard and feeling very relieved now that I'm expressing this to say you that I really really care about how it goes today and yeah that would be a um, that would be more truer to me that would really kind of that would be truthful and authentic I guess in the moment and to say that also models the kind of facilitation that I want to do and if I'm doing workshops all about being undefended which I am and I want to do more of this year what better way to model that than to do undefended myself which is hard and I don't have it sussed um, which feels like a bit of a yeah, a bit of a vulnerable share there, because like I, I do struggle to be undefended. Um, I haven't got my parts in order. My house, it is noisy in there like it is in all humans. There's lots of different parts in tension that have different agendas, all trying to, you know, run, yeah, trying to be in charge of the uh, the music at the party, I suppose. Um, so yeah, the invitation, I guess, maybe then, for now, is one of those authentic relating practices that I mentioned quite a lot here, which is yeah to welcome everything it's like well whoever shows up at the party internally and you in these situations that can be triggering and stressful so just go oh okay hello welcome <laughs> come on in you know and not to shame them or shut them up or silence them or cancel them because as we know cancelling just well, it's not very helpful is it it doesn't work um yeah that's where i'm at right now with um with living a more undefended life and um if you can relate to any of this, the parts of you that you um, have, should we say, yeah, turbulent relationships with, you might be interested in this work I'm doing. It's called Undefended Improv, and it is for improvisers at the moment, but I believe it has legs outside of improv. So I'm going to be doing more workshops where you basically just explore what it's like being you, what it's like being connected to the people around us, and what it would be like to kind of reveal a bit more of what's going on inside us, as and when it happens, and channel that into the improv if you're an improviser, but if you're just a a normal human being, not an improviser. That can be quite useful in real life to kind of, to say and do things that are more, I guess, yeah, truthful to yourself, as opposed to doing the things that we think people want to see, or the things that we think are okay and good, as opposed to the things that we think are bad and are worth hiding about ourselves. So yeah, that's me with Undefended, live streamed, and uh, maybe some kind of conclusion now, I'm not sure. But yeah, thanks for listening. Bye for now.